You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. Hi, this is Jordan Lowe. <laughs> and because I love visual props on an audio podcast. Oh my goodness. Ronald, Ronald what's that say on my Destiny nameplate? Let me say here, let say is grand and exalted poo-ball. <laughs> that it does. Uh, I got the man a, has a desk plate. <laughs> wow. To go with my big blue water buff, buffalo hat. <laughs> that is freaking official. <laughs> it is. Well, I got a little bone to pick with you, Ronald. What? So that came in the mail today, and about an hour ago, it was pouring the rain here. And I go walking down my driveway to get it. Got my umbrella. I mean, what, how many grand poobahs do you think the day they went to get their <laughs> nameplate out of the mailbox that Ronald P. Tramp came driving by in his four by four and shot a rooster tail of gutter water all over him? I was just looking at your back window and all I see is water coming at my face. I see it says, I honk for all something. What does it say? I honk for all. <laughs> well, I was thinking because you are uh, the grand poobah and don't you control the water buffaloes? Yeah. So I was thinking, you know, a grand poobah should be com- completely wet when it goes to spike. I swear you veered. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Seth. I didn't realize it was you. I didn't know you lived up on Harmer Hill. You drive by there every day. I don't stop any of you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Seth. Can we hug it out? Mm, no. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no. Cliff is missing this evening, but we're not looking for him. He's not in anyone's trunk or anything, right? I don't have anybody tied up in my bed because okay. it's still raining out. Cliff is in a magical land of enchantment and mice and... Land of Pearl Mutter. <laughs> the house that Pearl Mutter built. That's what he said. He said, I'm going away for a week and I'm getting Pearl Muttered. <laughs> it's hard to get out of Florida without getting Pearl Muttered at some point. Every single day. They go, they go there every year. Now, would that be a threesome with him and Alicia? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we just beer save off it the for the Mickey bars. <laughs> So yeah, Cliff's having a great time in Disney World with the family and Perlmutter. So enjoy your vacation, sir. But you know what it is now, though? I just realized. Mike Tober has begun. Mike Tober has begun. Welcome to the best month of the year. It's funny you say that because I was just saying, uh, there's a celebration coming up for uh, some other gentlemen that are in October, and I wasn't initially included in it, and I was like, how dare my wife run Mike Tober for me? <laughs> so it's all been settled. It's all okay now. So you're, you got a birthday coming up, and all, uh, good things only happen in Mike Tober, right? That's right. Like, in Mike Tober, someone else's birthday is in October. <laughs> It's not, hey. not October. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. Eleven other months out of the year may be it's terrible. The rest of the year is poobah. Poobah. <laughs> you get one month. Hey, do you, are you guys doing your uh, Halloween party anymore? You guys too old for that now, right? Well, we thought by now it would get to the point where we could afford to hire people to do stuff like that. But unfortunately, evidently... We're no more richer than I'm. Actually, I think we were richer back then. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. For those of you that don't know, Mike Tober usually, you know, ended on a huge party where they had a Halloween bash, and uh, it hasn't happened the last couple of years. I have been very interesting characters over the year, uh, but um, we have a new building that just got uh, all the details got signed today and keys delivered. So. It's possible we might be able to use the back of that room if I can get everyone else on board with it. That's not going to help get Jordan <laughs> signed on for it. So your business 
is uh going to a new location is that what yeah we the uh since river city design had been changed to or morphed into or whatever you want to call it a second and on graphics we've not had a physical location and face fact true believers or whatever you want to call it but we have a physical location at uh 212 third street coming here very soonly like in days not months not weeks not years in days let's get physical physical <laughs> now if cliff wants yeah. to do something with that soundbite feel <laughs> that, free that would be awesome. well you forgot to do the let me hear your body talk. I think you just did it. Then you can add that to the We've got another top ten hit, everybody. <laughs> Man, I want to hear that. So where well, second to none graphics, what is that? Where do you find where would where would finding you be happening? Well, you can find us on the line on online at the website www.secondandnungraphics. You can also find us at 212 Third Street in Marriott, Ohio. Just, just the two W's. That makes it a special <laughs> website. Add a W it's there. It's quicker. It's quicker. It's like. You can also call us at 740-538-0173. Oh, and in five three eight numbers. That's like they use in the movies. <laughs> Google, baby. That's 555. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Let me just ruin it all for everyone. Um, Speaking of ways to get a hold of people, I... It's a good chance to tell the story. It's a, it's a game story. Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52! You shot my battleship. <laughs> I got a bingo! What do I win? It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not in suit. I blew it. My turn. Shall we play a game? So that game I was talking about, I was all slippery at the at Gen Con, slipped in and got last Friday, uh, the Friday the Thirteenth themed game. We played it. Michael got to play it. I was with enhanced figures. Yes, that's that's what I'm getting at. We it comes with just pawns, like basically like chess pieces, just. Very nondescript yeah. colored palms. Where's the fun in that? No it's fun. Powder generic, like sorry, sorry. No fun. So I replaced them. I replaced the campers with some figures out of another game, and then I bought a horror clicks figure of Jason, and I cut the base off of it and re- did some work and replaced it with a different base and made it. And I you did some of that layer modification. Yeah, right? jazz it up a little bit, and I posted some pictures online and I got a little feedback. Did now I know Michael never watched Mad Men. You never watched Mad Men. Mm, have you? No, never had. I figure well there's a guy, anyone out there that maybe watched Everyone know, else on Yeah, there. I was gonna say it's a pretty great show. They uh the guy that played Harry Crane on there, his name's Rich Sommer, he is big into board games and he also has a podcast called Cardboard which is really good if you're into board games, but he, <clears throat> he saw my, the picture of the figures and was, was commenting how, you know, thought it looked awesome and was asking me questions how I made it. And I said, well, actually I, it came with extra figures. I'll send you one, you know, I'll throw a base on it and send it to you. And he was like, well, I, as soon as you told me what you bought to make it, I already bought it. <laughs> and he sent, so he ended up sending me last week the figure he bought and I put a new base on it and sent it back to him. Very nice. Well, then last night, maybe maybe you'll... Right, have you guys ever seen Lost? I would assume yes, you watched Lost. I may or may have watched all of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, last night, Jorge Garcia saw what? that picture, Hurley from Lost. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> don't give me any details because I'm still on uh, season two, episode three. So Not Penny's The part. actor survived. So <laughs> Hurley? Hurley, uh, the actor who played Hurley is alive and well and tweeting. He's one of my favorites. Spoiler alert. Last night, I want to eat a burrito with him. Jorge Garcia commented, wow, that is rad. And nothing like sitting on component upgrades before you even own the game. You guys have the sickness to me and Rich. And that is l- little sweet. does he know how slippery I am. That game that doesn't come out till next month. I have been playing for a month. So I thought that was pretty cool. I was at work. I was like, hey, Jorge Garcia just tweeted to me. Awesome. 
So that's like when we played the game, we were almost like beta testers. Oh, pretty much. Out. Yeah, well, I mean, we've already improved it. I've got yeah. these figures, you know, so. Well, you so. need to uh, tweet out to them, say, hey, I'm upgrading your game. You need to hire me. Yeah. The guy, um, the game companies, they they like all these posts and things like that, so they know you're doing it. They, I don't know that they, they're they too in love with the idea, though, that they're putting out this game. It's not even out yet, and... It's not going to have as good of figures as we're used <laughs> But anyway, I thought wow, that was neat. a guy from the 60s and a guy lost on an island. But it tweeted you. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. So anyway. The log- was- even just the logistics of that. Never mind their, their fame. <laughs> well, they're, they're buddies. They know each other. So he had seen Rich's tweet about it. Anyway, if you want to see any of that exchange or follow this kind of garbage that I put out on Twitter, it's I am at the G Poobah. <laughs> Seth did a plug, everybody. Seth plugs something. He can finally be found <laughs> on the interwebs. Wow. You've heard it first. What What is our listeners called? You know, like Marvel had... I thought know, of that. Like, there is nothing rolls off like, the tongue. Um, the Kapowers. <laughs> <laughs> the Kapowders. They're all white, <laughs> cut, dusted like that movie. <laughs> Because I'm sure we have a very specific demographics that follow the show. I think they're named Jesse. <laughs> oh, you Jesse. <laughs> that's, what, that's what it is. I think we got the one. We, Jesse and that's, Jesse's girl. That's, that's, that's perfect. From now on, any Kapow fans are called Jesse's. <laughs> Thanks for the, listening, Jesse and the Jesse's. <laughs> Jesse and the Jesse's. <laughs> Oh, which, by the way, you guys were saying, oh, you know, Cliff brought up, oh, somebody on Podbean commented, oh, Seth wasn't at the podcast. Can't wait for him to meet Raw Ra- P. Trent. I guarantee that that was Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I think we got another new comment today, but I could, I couldn't figure it out where it was at. I, like, I looked all through there, but it's like, sent me an email and said, hey, you got another comment. I was like, oh my God, that's you. <laughs> Well, thanks everybody for commenting. So it's not our fault we can't find them or read them. But I know those, they turn up later. You're, you're like, oh, there's well, there's too many different places to get hold of us. So. Well, it's weird with the 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 uh, Podbean app. You can only read comments on the actual app. Mm-hmm. So it's like you go back into the the back interface or whatever, and it's nowhere. You can't access it. I've like I've been frontwards, backwards, unless I'm doing something wrong, which is highly possible. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're up to, what, 700 downloads now? Woo-hoo. You brought up that today is a special Star Wars day. It is. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. I didn't realize it because no one was talking about it. They weren't. No. They, yeah. Force, it- Force Friday. Could it be that the market has been slightly saturated with Star Wars I just, related stuff? I just remember a year ago on Force Friday, it every it was on the news. People mm-hmm. were tweeting about it. Everyone was in line for hours and hours. Stuff and this week, I, I just got an email from Diamond that was like, "Be sure to be ready for Force Friday." I'm like, "What? I don't know what that is." Well, maybe because we hadn't had Star Wars movie for so many years mm-hmm. last year, and now it has been no amount of time. We're about to have another one. Wasn't last year they had like BB-8? Uh, remote control thing that came oh, out yeah. and everybody was excited about this year it's some rogue one figures and things like that so so have they do the, the toys and things come out today or they're just they came out what at they midnight. are today? i okay. assume they came out at midnight and everybody was up okay so things and, are in stores now yeah and they're on. all exclusive to each look each look at walmart target toys r us they all have different things along with yeah you know, last year was velvet ropes and you couldn't get yeah. only so many people could get in like I haven't heard any of that this year. When does Rogue One drop? Uh, I think Anybody it's know? December 18th. It's my guess. Something like that. Christmas Star Wars again. Well, I saw they did also reveal there's some contest going on where you can make a video. They've given you sound effects and backgrounds and things, and you can make a two-minute video. You can win a trip to San Francisco to visit ILM and Lucasfilm and take a tour of the place. So. Oh, yeah. Anyone handy with a camcorder and some editing equipment can do a Rogue One themed little short movie. Now, is that where Skywalker Ranch is? Not to be confused with Skinwalker Ranch. I was... What is Skinwalker Ranch? Ooh, 
A lot of creepy stuff go out there. You have to ask Ronald about that. It's it's very scary. That's what he calls his uh, his uh, camper when he pulls it out in the desert. <laughs> Guys, what we can't talk about Skinwalker Ranch on podcasts because something creepy might happen. There's a lot of weird stuff that's happening out there. And some rich dude owns it now. He's got stuff going up in space and there's a lot of paranormal things. I'm a little scared to even talk about it right now, so let's just move on. <laughs> okay, well, let's go on to streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. Heat them up. Do Egon. I have a uh, bone to pick <laughs> again. <laughs> All right, guys. I know it's it's really really strange to hear, but Michael got something wrong. But please continue, Seth. <laughs> yeah, and the one time that Seth probably actually listened to me and did well, something, last I asked. week you made like a big deal about Ark or Arg, <laughs> as you ah! said. But uh, ARQ on Netflix, you're like it's just yeah. it's this time travel movie, and you know, watch it. It's great. Yeah, I don't even talk about it. It's so go watch it. Well, first off. It is a time travel movie. That's the weird part. (laughs) And I watched it, and and now that's not what you were talking about. No. I completely, because when I watched the movie, I forgot what it was called, and I looked it up real quick, thinking that's what it was, and it's not at all. It's not even a movie that's on Netflix. It's called Synchronicity. It's not and, even on Netflix. Yeah, it's I you watched. Watch, you watch so many time travel movies, you get them confused. Yeah. Well, I I forgot. You hadn't even I was, watched that one yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's in the future. <laughs> What'd but you watch it on? My I forgot my Netflix was running slow, so I switched over to something else, and I can't tell you for legality reasons what I was on to be watching. <laughs> you were peeking through your neighbor's window <laughs> watching their TV. <laughs> But there was a, a uh, another site that may or may not have movies on called Put Locker, um, allegedly. So I was on there allegedly watching Synchronicity, which is what it is. A, it is a really great sci-fi oh, movie. About, sounds very similar to your description of Ark. <laughs> it, it's it's about a gentleman that there is this black hole that he's trying to create and to go into time. And he's using this um, benefactor that is, you know, owns everything and something comes through the wormhole and then he finds out that this guy owns all the rights to what comes through the wormhole. So he's trying to create another. <laughs> the fact that Jordan is yawning right now. <laughs> I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. Is, a, is a very telling. There is a really <laughs> sexy, hot female that is part of the plot. And it's it's all about time travel. I swear to goodness, it's a really good movie. Like it's right along the lines of Primer. Like if you guys watch Primer and love that one, um, well, I'll 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 tell you about Ark. Okay, look up Synchronicity. It's a really good movie. You lucked out. Ark was not terrible. Well, that's great because it's got Robbie Amell in it. Okay, who's that? Uh, Stephen Amell's brother. He's the main, or no, not brother, cousin. Is that Firestorm from yeah. all the CW shows? Oh, okay. okay. Well, he he did a good job, and yeah. the girl in it played uh, Hellcat, or well, she's not yet, but on uh, Patsy Walker. Yes, on Jessica on Jones. Jessica Jones. Yes, she she was the girl, and it was pretty good. It was kind of a contained looping. You know, they were caught in a loop. Wake up, get punched in the face. And going from there, you know, some bad guys and they had to, it, it, it was affecting the outside world. They were in a compound dealing with these bad guys and they just were in a loop having to deal with it. And you realize that it had greater consequences outside and they kept having to streamline what they were doing. It was, it was what I like about time travel is keep it simple yeah. in one location and it wasn't the greatest thing. It gets a little, convoluted later on in it was the only problem but it wasn't i i if you mistakenly watched arc 
You're probably okay with it. It wasn't Which, bad. It's weird because the very same themes play out in this movie. It's it's very self-contained in this one location and what's going on. And so, so you can be forgiven for making them up. It sounds yeah. it sounds very similar. I get a themes. pass. Well, you're yeah, you're lucky. It was time travel, so I'm pretty uh, forgiving when it comes to that. Did anybody else watch Raiders? I watched Raiders. It's yeah. in my queue. I added it. I okay. haven't watched it yet. Yeah, good. I listened to you about wrong movies, and then <laughs> anyway, it was pretty good. That was that movie about the those kids making remaking Raiders of the Lost Ark, and it, it was it was pretty good, and had a an unexpected twist later on in it. And it definitely definitely worth watching. I didn't realize that well, you you had said you one heard... of the kids' face melted in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, the you had said you'd heard of it years ago. I said they, uh, it was played. There was like a really long um, movie marathon at some festival when they were going to give an early release of the Two Towers. So that's how long ago it was that these all these guys had watched like uh, you know twenty four hours of movies and you know just odd movies and they you know to get ready to watch Two Towers and right before. And like an hour before Two Towers was supposed to start, somebody brought this, the VHS in of Raiders, the movie they had made, you know, and started playing it. And when they stopped it to start Two Towers, like everybody was like, they would, they wanted to finish that movie. They were just so excited by what these kids had done. So that's how long ago that people first got to really see it. There's a, it, granted I haven't watched it yet, but there's another like, uh, Star Wars parody. Like back in the day before all these other parodies came out or started, but it was like it's supposed to be like critically acclaimed, like from you know all the geekdom fandom. Like I'm, it just reminds me of that, and it was like just these guys like goofing off, recreating it. It was like star trash or tra- like I can't remember, but it just that's what it reminded me of. So old uh, Luke Cage came out the other day, started. I got a funny story. Uh, I have a second job that I work at, and there's a. I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, Bucky, my my good old pal Bucky. His name's actually called Lucas. He was. Uh, Is he a Jesse? Is that like a Penelope? And what? What? Yeah, you have weird names. You give people totally different names. You, than you mean my name. wife, Percy? I call her Penelope because she's so pretty. And this is Bucky, and who? Uh this is Bucky. <laughs> Lucas is a, a a young young lad that comes into asylum, and he's a super super Captain America fan. Oh, and like, I like he, him already. Like he loves Captain America. Well, I jokingly called him Bucky one day, and the gentleman that was working with him is in the military, and his name's Steve. And I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> you are Bucky now! And he's yeah. like, because I was like joking with him. It happened at a con. I I just started calling him Bucky. But anyway. Bucky was telling me last night how excited he was because Luke Cage was dropping at midnight. He didn't realize it was dropping at midnight Pacific time. (laughs) (laughs) He's yet to see it. So there's my Bucky story for the week. (laughs) Wake up, Bucky. So did you watch any Luke Cage? I haven't had a chance yet. I'm sure it's awesome. I watched a couple episodes. It was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything, so... Not, can't really say much about it yet. Maybe in a couple of weeks after we've watched some of it. It's okay. Jordan will watch it in a year. Yeah. <laughs> I finished far, Daredevil. Like I finished all of Daredevil. it? Just like, season one. <laughs> how many seasons are there now? <laughs> Wait, season one's from like two, two or three years ago. Exactly. And like you guys have to wait years and years for Luke Cage. And whatever's next, defenders were like, I've got so much to look forward to. <laughs> he just I'm in the catbird seat. Thinks there it is. I'm not gonna watch it, but it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then let's go do some TV. What is on TV these days? Has any of the new shows started? There was another episode of Agents of Shield. I haven't watched it yet. Oh my gosh. Uh, remind me what happened. I have watched it, but have no. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't retain a whole lot of memories. Well, Damn it, agents. Oh, well, they introduced the new director of Shield. Yeah, Jeffrey Mace. Yeah, which did that they, ring a bell to anybody? Well, I I had to look it up. I, I've I've seen stuff online. They're talking about it. It was possibly the Patriot from Marvel's lore. Yes, he was like 
He was in, he was a reporter for the Daily Bugle back in the forties. And he was inspired by Captain America. He never had any real powers or anything. He just was like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe so. He was, he was, he became the Patriot. And then after there was the first guy, William Naslin took over as Captain America. I was going to say, didn't they saved, retcon, saved like, Congressman Kennedy in the forties. And then the, the next, he, he was the spirit of 76 was the first guy. Okay. Became Captain America. And then he died. And this guy took over after being the Patriot, Jeffrey Mace. Now, did, I don't remember anything about him so being he, inhuman. Did he get any, like, you know, powers or whatever? Does he have powers in the show at all? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, everyone's inhuman. All the mutants are dying. There's a virus out there. They, blah, 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 blah. Nothing much happened. They didn't play back game. It's the Perlmutter virus. They played back. <laughs> it play kills, it kills all the mutants and it turns them into more lucrative inhumans. First episode, they played backgammon a lot. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I saw it. I was like, what? I just noticed when somebody's playing a game, I'm like, what? They're playing backgammon. It's making his face look weird to me. Of all games to play, why backgammon? Anyway. Chess. Not a lot happened. They now uh what um The Sky or Quake still wearing her dark mascara? Yeah, her and Robbie are teaming up, looks like. Is that Ghost Rider? Yes. Okay. I was thinking Robbie O'Mel getting started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robbie Mel's in a whole other show. Uh is that a movie called Hard? <laughs> it wasn't bad. And Oh, I know what I was going to tell you, Jordan. Did you see all the stuff about Fargo Season 3? No. Well, I'm going to tell you. Please do. Because, first off, I only got to see the first season. I've been waiting for them to reshow the second season. So, they have been. Two episodes a week. Totally out of order. So, I've been having to record them. <laughs> Jeez. And it, I've been recording them all. I only had a couple more weeks to go and I'll have it. But, in the third season that they haven't even started filming yet. It'll be out probably in the spring. But they just added Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was the, who's the chick from Scott Pilgrim and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Her, yeah, she has joined the cast. And it's her and uh, Ewan McGregor, and what he is playing brothers. I think I did hear that. Yeah, Ewan McGregor are playing yeah. like twin brothers. Or yeah, something? yeah. <laughs> Emmett and Ray Stussy. Uh, Emmett is the parking lot king of Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray is a cautionary tale, balding and pot-bellied. Kind of like you and your cousin, uh, Ronald. Well, I'm going to tell you right later, like, <laughs> I have no clue what you guys were talking about until you started talking about them brothers, and I was like, I, that, that's, that feels like some of my family. I'm going to have to check it. What's this, what's this show called? Fargo. 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 I like it. So it's going to be set in 2010. Which is a few years after the first season. Okay. To say, what's the, what year and a few decades movie? after the second season. What's the second the what? season set in the past? Yes. Okay. It's great. First season was great. That's all I know. All I heard was the second season was great too. So I'm ready. Now, I did watch uh, Son of Zorn, the next episode. Has anyone else checked that out yet? I have it recorded, but I'm waiting to watch it with my son. It's. I can see it growing. That's probably going to pop up on the microphones. Quit playing with stuff. Don't fidget, Michael. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a nice little Thundercat reference in the second episode. and it, I can see it gaining legs, maybe. And we, Taika Waititi's What We Do in the Shadows is going to have a TV spinoff. Really? Yeah. What did you just say? Tiki Tuck what? <laughs> Tiki Taki? Taika what? Watiti, he's the director of the new Thor movie that's going to come out next year. I'm going to say what? And he had The Hunt for the Wilder People just recently, and he was interviewed. I listened to an interview a couple of weeks ago, and he was kind of, they were asking him about, he was supposed to do a sequel to What We Do in the Shadows, where there was all the vampires living together, and it was going to be werewolves about werewolves. And he kind of blew it off like, you weren't sure. How, it didn't act like that was happening real soon. Mm. And I think because they're working on this television show. And it came out. It's supposed to be. It'll also be set in New Zealand. Like the other movie. And it's going to be following. Um, 
Karen and Mark, those two cops that were in the movie, okay. as they go around dealing with <laughs> mythological creatures. Nice. So that that definitely looks I good. I still got to watch that. It's a good movie. It's, it's on one of my queues somewhere. Um, that, it almost feels like a like a real world kind of show. It could have been a show to start with. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, those guys that were... What's the show that the comedy show those guys were on? Ark? No. <laughs> the that's in Flight of the Ark Chords? Yes, Flight of the Concords. <laughs> yeah. One of those guys were was in an indie movie that I really enjoyed and he played like a comic book artist. And mm. I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. I, I know. The the picture of it is like he has his heart cut out, but it's such a really good indie movie and I wish I could like think the name of it because it's it's it might come off very slow, but it's just it is a really good indie movie. That's bugging the hell out of me now. But anyway. so what about that Supergirl Superman preview they showed or Super Lad as I like to call him because he's Lad. not very big. Yeah, well, I feel like he's going for the Christopher Reeve look. You know, he's just Christopher Reeve. Reeve well, it wasn't that big, but he was he's, at least tall. He's got that presence, though. Like I watched it when he turned into Superman, and I can't tell you what I did because I got I mean, he makes excited. he makes a fun TV Superman. I just it just really sticks out that he's he he's just a little fella. Well, I uh, <laughs> I don't think he's a little fella. Like, are you saying because he's short? Compared or to he's not yeah. Superman, Superman. Well, because come on, Henry Cavill is huge, like muscular wise. Yeah, like, like but, Superman. <laughs> yeah, but I think like I I feel like they're going for more like if you stood that guy next to Ben Affleck, he would not look like Superman. True. Okay, that's all I meant. I didn't mean it's terrible. I'm just saying. I will say that was the first thing I thought is this guy is not very big. For a modern update, to me, it's completely Christopher Reeves' version of Superman. Okay. Like, it's going Brandon Roth-like mm. style. And did you see the preview? I did not. Well, they have a scene where it's like, I feel like it's ripped right out of the Christopher Reeves Superman movies where he's turning into Superman. Mm-hmm. And I my nerd boner was flying for it, so <laughs> I'm all about it. You're going to have to put that adult language disclaimer in again. <laughs> A nerd boner. I think that should be in the nerd uh, dictionary. I don't I mean. know. You could say it. Say or nerdgasm. Like yeah. I've seen. Like I'm not the only one that has ever used it. I know I'm probably the one that uses it the most. But <laughs> you have the most nerd boner gasms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the, the preview was was pretty good. Yeah, it looked good. Oh, anything else from TV? There's a bunch of shows we are not watching. No, like what? Uh, Fear the Walking Dead is no, like almost that. over, oh, and we have never brought it up. I'm so glad that you brought that up, actually, because okay. the um, you're the only one. Well, <laughs> because the um, oh, I'm bad with names, guys. Well, that one kid isn't is on but, Agents of Shield, and he isn't isn't the kid from Fear the Walking Dead is the kid in the wheelchair on. Um, I think it is maybe. The black gentleman that plays on Fear on the Walking Dead, his name's... Oh my God. Strand? Strand. Okay, yes. They got the boat. Yes. Okay. Abigail. The okay. boat's named Abigail. Okay. Um, anyway, he was on... But he calls it Petunia. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ruin my jokes. <laughs> but anyway, he was on uh, Chris Hardwork's uh, podcast, Hardwick. Whatever. Uh, I fell in love with this guy. He is so intelligent and just the way like he spoke about everything. And he like, he just sounded like a gentleman that has like a heart that like wants to save the world. Just like listening to him talk. Like I was nerd boner. No, I like, I'm not gay or anything, but I (laughs) like this man. I was just like blown away with. The things that he was saying and talking about and how he interacts and how he has like online, like his online presence, he has this very positive outlook about like the way he interacts with people and all about, you know, wanting to change things for a positive. Like I was really just, you could start with this show. (laughs) Change it, change that up a little bit. You want to better the world. They always say start at home. (laughs) 
but just like he's talking about like meeting fans and stuff and people wanting to take a picture and, and he's like how about we just talk like he wants to have a conversation with his fans and you know i was just i was very impressed with this gentleman um <laughs> so whatever his name is look him up <laughs> his name's gentleman apparently. yes he's a he's a very fine gentleman <laughs> What else aren't we watching? <laughs> I have a few more. Uh, Gotham premiere. Oh, yeah, Is anybody watching that. Gotham? Well, well, I just love that. I haven't seen anything with Gotham because I got behind on it and I saw that Netflix updated, so I'll get back into it. But Jim Gordon is a bounty hunter this season. Ooh. He's off the force or something, and I, I don't. I, I hear know. that Poison Ivy wasn't hot enough, so they had to remake her into something quite hotter. Yeah, they aged Poison Ivy from like a 12 year old to a voluptuous gentle young woman. woman. Gentle woman. <laughs> <laughs> There's that mighty young man. I don't know. Is, I don't know if that show's terrible or if it's just let me down. So, like, I thought the potential that show had to be, you know, Homicide Life on the Streets or mm-hmm. Wire or any of these great, like, cop shows. And it's just like, let's throw in different characters and like ugh. i think it's a fine show as long as you take out that it's based on batman because it just like it seems like it just uses batman for total name recognition and that's it yeah uh, it's definitely it's probably one the biggest of any of these shows as far as viewership but i've never watched it now there is another show like it's not in the geekdom fandom world but the story of us hmm I How did I know you were gonna bring that up? Because I bet your wife loves that show. That is right <sighs> up her alley. An NBC family My show. wife okay. forced me to watch it because Was it that terrible? She, hold on, I'm getting there. <laughs> Cause she loved uh Parenthood. Yeah. We watched all that. It was a good sh- it was a good show. But I was like, I don't want to watch this emotional crap. Like I I have enough emotional crap going on. I don't need any of this. <laughs> And she sat me down and I watched it and damn it if I wasn't crying by the ending. It's a good, it's a, it's such a, like, I, I'm, I don't know about the show going on, but the first episode, if you're not crying or have a tear <laughs> in your eye at the end of the episode, cause there's a very sh- like shocking ending. You're so you just, just watched one episode? There's yes, been two, right? I watched the first one and I guess have I Have you figured watch... out the twist? Well, that's what they do in the very first episode. At the end of the episode, they show you the twist. Mm. So it's like, you're just like, oh, my heart, it grew two sizes by watching the first episode. Well, I'm curious what kind of show Ronald watches to uh, tap into that emotional core. What makes Ronald tear up when he's watching TV? Uh, Dukes a hazard, baby. That makes me cry every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious though, cause I, I, when I say the twist to that show, do you really know what they, they mean at the end of that first episode? What's going on? Do you want me to like drop the spoiler? Yeah. Okay. Are you I don't go- think there's a you- lot of over, overlap on the Venn diagram of people who listen to the show. Are you going to watch it? I am probably not going to watch okay. it. Okay. Well, the big twist is at the end of the episode, like, you see this young couple that is pregnant with uh, three triplets, and there's nine, nine kids. <laughs> it's that's what's the twi- quite a twist. That's the twist. I didn't know if he got it. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're pregnant with triplets. I have a very unique way of speaking. What's new? But they're pregnant with triplets, and there's complications, and they're worried about it. Well, during this whole time, there's all these side stories going on present day. Uh, the old Oliver Queen actor from Smallville's in it. Um, and. Oh, that guy played. The one that to me always looks like he's a cokehead. Like, I don't know why, but okay. I just kind of get that vibe from him. Okay. But anyway, all these side stories are going on and, and there's a, a black gentleman that, um, goes and finds his real father. <laughs> Um, there's a reason <laughs> I got news, but Mike was so the opposite of racist. Is white guys or cokehead possibly? All black guys are gentlemen. <laughs> I just got that. Uh, uh, why I, I have to? I, 
Uh, I, mean, I love it, but it just it really is, just cracks me up every time you mention a black actor. He's the finest. Well, I, I I say that because in this this episode, he's very well off, and he's like obviously the head of some corporation, and he tracks down his mm. biological father that was a crackhead. And nothing no gentleman at all. <laughs> and so anyway, at the very end of the episode, you find out that the, the couple that was pregnant with the triplets lost one in the babies and the father, it was his birthday. And he's like, no, there's three cribs and come to find out that the show, the, the side stories that you're seeing is actually the future. It's the present day right. grown up versions right. of. The two, the, um, twins that were born and the black fine gentleman that was dropped <laughs> off at a firehouse. Right. He is adopted by this couple. So as the story continues, you get to see the past from the seventies or whenever of the parents with the, the three kids and the adopt or the two kids and the adopted one and then the present day story going on. So it's kind of like how I met your mother. It's but serious. <laughs> Yes. How I Met a Fine Gentleman. <laughs> How I Met a Fine Black Gentleman. That's not a cokehead. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how we turned that into a joke. But <laughs> um, let's do some movies. In a world, one man, one desire. A long time ago, in a land, a time coming this fall. They were young. Hold tight. They're back. He's back. They're all back. And this time, even funnier. And all the other movie trailer cliches. <laughs> Movies. <laughs> so on the movie verse. Uh, they're filming Jumanji. There was a big hubbub about the a picture that was released from it where was it Jack Black. Kevin Hart, The Rock, and Karen Gillum. They were all in hot pants, right? <laughs> all of them. And midriffs yeah. galore, right? right? They were dressed for the jungle. All, right. all, actually, all of them were, looked like they were dressed like fine gentlemen. Well, <laughs> and, then, and Karen was dressed very skimpily. L- Laura Croft, baby. Um, is Kevin Hart like The Rock's new buddy? Cause it seems like they're pairing up for a bunch of movies all mm-hmm. of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, is, is this a continuation of Jumanji or is this a complete reboot? I, I think, I, I'm not sure I, it, w- what the deal is, but they had an explanation for why she was dressed like that. Okay. And they made it cause people made a big deal about it. Like, why is she, why would she be dressed like that for the jungle? And, huh. and she was like, there's a reason. Well, then they released more information about the movie this week and it's not, it doesn't seem like they are playing the traditional Jumanji board game. In this, in this movie, there, I think it's, must be a video game. And it's not like a Hellraiser box that opens. I'm not real clear on it, but basically the, these kids are playing the game and they get sucked into it as the avatars of video game characters. Oh, so the okay. girl is obviously dressed like that. That's, so it's that's really, how they explain yeah, they get to dress yeah. her up like that. Modern day. So what uh, video game character is Jack Black? look like i don't know but i i think the deal that's a girl he he the character that he's playing is a girl Uh, okay which might be funny interesting i don't know i like the original jumanji i you know i'm i'm almost glad they're not trying to do the same thing speaking of movies i did watch ghostbusters the female cast version is that the full title wow like, I really wanted to like that movie because I love those actresses that's in it. Mm-hmm. They are, they're fine actresses. Um, no black gentlemen though, but, uh, it was just bad. Like, there's, and I'm, and I, I wasn't on the train of, oh, you can't remake Ghostbusters, blah, blah, blah. I was completely okay with it. And it well, was just bad. Remake everything else. It was just bad. Like, yeah, it should have been good. Like, it was, everything it. was there and it was just, it was just bad. Sorry, guys. He has spoken. I saw on, uh, I think it was on Geeky Now. I can't remember where. 
I see some of the stuff where, where they were interviewing Todd McFarlane about Spawn. Yeah. He's been working, like, dropping hints for, like, yeah, ten years making now. a Spawn, remaking Spawn. It's not a sequel. It's like a total do-over. And he's he was hinting about an Oscar winner being in it. But he wouldn't say who. And I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I I like there's should... a lot of Oscar winners out there. <laughs> I think they should bring back Michael J. White. Like, I think they need to bring him back. He's a badass. Like, if, granted, all the movies you see him and in. A gentleman. No, <laughs> yeah, he's not really a gentleman. <laughs> he is a bad, he's like badass mofo. Like, we got the funk, baby. Uh, <laughs> they should recast him. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, he made a big deal. Like it, he, of course, it's his property. He wanted to make it. I have exciting. never seen Spawn. I never watched really? it. No, I watched I, very little of it. I was just never had an interest in it. Was that before your entrance into comic books? No, it would have been no after, like because oh, oh yeah, because I was thirteen when Image happened. I know, like I was twelve, thirteen when Image first happened. That sounds right. Yeah. Because I remember Spawn number seven coming. That was the first image book that came to people's news. Mm. I remember trying, you know, everybody had to have issue four. That was like one that was hard to get. Now, we don't need to talk about Young Blood number one. That was like the hot ticket item that everyone wanted. And I paid it a ridiculous amount for it. That's a, I remember that time. I, I was I enjoyed that time. Cyberforce and yeah, Ripclaw and yeah, that was some good stuff. I had cop, two copies of everything there for a couple of years. That was the thing. You bought you one read and one you, collect. You shouldn't have hung. You you got to sell fast. You didn't. You, you your investment. <laughs> you held on to your investment a little too long. You could have cashed in. The only thing that ever paid off for me in comics was The Walking Dead. I resold those babies online for a nice little profit. Yeah, I always just collect them, collect a run of them. Get them, once I get twenty five or thirty issues, then I just sell them and get back whatever I paid for them. We completely are done with TV, aren't we? Let's bring it up. I whatever. I don't have hardly like... anything else. You have failed this city. Run, Barry, run. Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent Douglas. Hmm. Well, they dropped a pic of the Justice Society from Legends of Tomorrow. That's yeah, Stargirl. And yeah, well, there was two characters I was trying to figure out. They they had one. There least, was Stargirl, and then everybody else dressed the same. Were, yeah, there was Our Man, and there was a, a fine black gentleman in the background that I think looked like Doctor Midnight, but I couldn't tell. And then they had another guy that had a full black mask, and I was like. Thinking on Justice Society, I was like, who the hell is that? And then they had another guy off to the right that I assume is Commander Still. Um, but I mean, it, like, they looked cool, but it's just, I don't know, like, when you do retro characters, you feel like they should look more, like, golden, silver agey, and they looked pretty modern, so I'm curious as how that storyline's gonna go. But, look neat. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Marvel, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I have enough trouble trying to stay interested in the Marvel stuff. But I mean coming up, you know, CW, you got you got uh Supergirl, you got Flash, you got Arrow, and you got Legends tomorrow. Like we're gonna have CW coming out of our ears. Yeah. Gonna, yeah. And, and Supernatural. I'm, uh, I'm not somewhere. I don't have CW, so I will not have been watching any of it. So it's gonna be all on you guys. No. Tell me all about it. See, I just oh, feel like will. it's gonna be diluted. They keep doing it well. A lot of stuff to fill. I saw the teaser for the Arrow with um, Wild Dog and the third Black Canary, which I can't believe they've only had. What is this? The fifth season, and they're on the third Black Canary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It looked cool. Like I'm really excited to see uh, Holt suit up as Mister Terrific because he's kind of a goofy character, so. I'm curious what they're gonna to bring to it. Now, now, guys, you're you're Do you got any more news? 
Because I don't want to. I don't want to. Two more things. Okay. Because really I don't want to go off the rails. Really I got, quick, I got a and Murray, then you can just go off the rails. I got an interesting story to tell you guys. One, I was at that Captain America statue that they put up in that park. Were there people complaining about? Yes, it? that's so dumb. People didn't like it. They don't like this guy, this fake character in their park. Is there not know. enough things going on in the world that you got to complain about a fictional character? <laughs> Anyway, they first they they were adding Simon Kirby's names to the statue, and then they were scheduled to move it um, from Prospect Park right around now, the end of September. They're moving it over to a a new bed bath and beyond. Are you serious? (laughs) In Sunset Park, near a new bed bath and beyond. Anyway, until the end of the year, and then they're going to be moving it around. Let's I just, just thought that was a little let's step just, down. Let's just poop on Kirby's grave some more. <sighs> so if you're shopping at the uh, Sunset Park Bed Bath & Beyond, grab, <laughs> grab your cart and push by the Captain America statue. And be filled with I feel like Patriot they need to like Spirit. add like a hobo like next to the statue dressed up like Namer or Namor or whatever his name is mm-hmm. before he got his memory back. And the other thing I want to say, I wanted to give a shout out to Wilson's House of Cosplay because I liked the picture he posted of the Hero Hourly outfit, the James Patrick's comic. I, I, Anthony Wilson, yeah, he made that a uh, costume. I thought that freaking looked awesome. He's like he he's one of the few people around here that has a few 3D printers, and he's printed a uh, Doctor Doom mask that looked spot on. They did. Um, the visible woman from the short-lived cartoon show where they had like the white blue costumes. Like he did a 3D printed, um, Fantastic Four symbol. Uh, he, and actually he's doing trophies. I think he's doing trophies for the PopCon that's coming up. The Parkersburg, West Virginia PopCon, not to be confused with the WV PopCon. Completely two totally different separate <laughs> cons. Was there something this weekend, or is that, or, or? That's coming up October 8th. Oh, okay. And he's actually, I do believe he's in talks to do the trophies for the Zombie Fest that's coming up. That, uh, I feel like there's some sponsors that might be Second to None or Asylum Comics might be tied into that in Marriott, Ohio, October 28th. Mike Tober 28th. Mike Tober 28th. Am I allowed to drop that, like, Jordan's looking at me like I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> uh, okay, take sponsors. us off the rails. We, but we can find this Wilson's House of Cosplay has a Facebook page, yes. and I'm sure lots of pictures of yes. things. So yeah, cool. he's always working on something lately. Seems to be that's what he's getting into. He is an amazing artist. Uh, he, he really is. I've seen he. I've seen you know lots of stuff he he's done. He drew something for me years ago that was just amazing. He's just like. Very detailed. Yes, like he did a Catwoman from Gotham, and it looked dead on. Like I mean, and he did amazing. Like he's an, and it's just not people too. Like he's an amazing car. Like, like he, ugh, like he puts major time into his art. Like yeah. I would, it would drive me nuts to spend that much on one piece. Like if you, like most I've ever done was the Avengers print that I did. That like. To me, that was too much. So I can't even imagine how many hours he puts into one yeah. piece of art. Very realistic yeah. looking. So look him up. He's a talented artist. Hire him to do stuff. So take us out, Ronald. Tell us a story and get us out of here. Well, guys, <laughs> this is a pretty good story. Like I shared it on my wall. You can find me on Facebook, Ronald P. Tramp. Uh, but I, I, I feel like this is one of my relations, but I, I unfortunately, I can't say, but uh, he just looks like he'd be one of my people, but, uh, he, he reminds me of, of one of my cousins. Like, as a child, he was always like sticking stuff in a no-no place where you just don't stick stuff. And, uh, we, we used to make fun of him, but, you know, the mugshot this guy's got, he's got, he's rocking that great black mullet, you know, uh, it's all business up front, all party in the back, but, I worked for McDonald's down, I, I, I can't remember, but I was reading it and, and he, uh, he got, he got caught 
he was shop well, I guess it wouldn't be shoplifting. I don't know what you'd call it being where he put it, but he had eighty pounds of chicken McNuggets shoved somewhere that I don't want to tell people because it's I just like it, it weird, man. And like how can you like I I'm saying eighty pounds of chicken nuggets that I pulled from one of his cavities and I'll leave it at that. This is a true story. I'm not lying. Like I know I see how you guys are looking up money, but it was on the internet, so <laughs> must be true. True. I can't doubt it. Eighty pounds. But evidently this McDonald's, like they were having some chicken McNuggets going somewhere, so they had to install stuff and they found him going in the freezer. And I don't know, like, because to me, 80 what? pounds of Did chicken. they have to install? <laughs> they, had, they had to figure out where the nuggets were going. They weren't going out the window and people weren't oh, eating them. Oh, like a them. camera they installed? Yeah, they installed. They, <laughs> I thought it was like a shoot. <laughs> they made him eat this. Like, no, uh, but anyway, yeah, it was 80 pounds of chicken McNuggets shoved in his no-no place when he they searched them. I don't know who searched them, but. I'm just thinking, like, all these things were going through my mind. Like, was he going to jail? Or, like, was he taking it to his family? Like, that's a lot of nuggets, like, in your no-no place, you know. So I just, I wanted to bring that up because that just boggled my mind. <laughs> oh, Ronald. <laughs> I haven't had supper yet tonight, so. Uh, <laughs> you want some McDonald's? I'm not going nuggets? to McDonald's. <laughs> I hear it's all white meat now. <laughs> Oh, um, do you guys have anything else to add before we sign out of here? Well, we promised everyone what our Patronus was. Oh. I'm sure they've been waiting with bated breath. My Patronus. My Patronus. My Patronus. I, I, well, first I had to find out what a Patronus was. <laughs> it's not a brand of And then I found out what mine was. It is a Pine Martin. Pine Martin. What is a Pine Martin? It's a Martin? cute little, uh, weaselly looking creature. Say, it's like a, a nice looking weasel. It said it's, it's, <laughs> it's related to the badger and the wolverine. So I'm like, I could deal with that. But apparently it's, uh, when J.K. Rowling first created this test years ago that's this that's the patronus she got oh so we share a patronus but then she redid it when they put it online and she got something a uh, heron i believe so she got to redo hers i don't know why we're not allowed to redo oh, ours yeah. but for one brief moment we shared the pine marking <laughs> yes at a moment and I believe Cliff, what did he say? He got a falcon? He says he got a falcon. Yeah, that's Allegedly. pretty cool. I don't know. Nobody saw proof of it. but I think he went online and looked. He's like, how do I get a falcon? <laughs> yeah, what's, the, what's the coolest one on this list? Mine I did today at lunch with wifey, and I was a tortoise shell cat. I was hoping for now. Didn't happen, but I, I've got to look up what. I have no clue what this means. Yeah, does that but... refer to the color of the cat? Is that, I assume they don't actually have a shell. Because that would be kind of a cool... Yeah. That'd be like more Pokemon. Yeah, you should have looked that up. I'm curious I what the tortoise shell cat is. You should have had Ronald do it. Yeah. Ronald, you should have done it. Well, I... I was... <laughs> this Patronus isn't, an, uh, isn't a possum. <laughs> or a polecat. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I, I feel like it would be like a one-eyed rabbit. <laughs> But yeah, I got, well, cause I, I still gotta get past like my Patronus or Patronus or it, it just, it, it just sounds to me like my bottle of tequila I carried around. It just. Yeah, like you drink Patron. No, not Patron. <laughs> Patronus. It's the off brand. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's on like the, the bottom. store brand. <laughs> like, you got the top shelf tequila, then you got the bottom shelf tequila, and I swear it's called Patronus. It's the big K cola of the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't come in a in a glass skull. <laughs> it comes in a glass shoe. Well, and because c- the tequila, like if you get really good tequila, it's got the worm in it, and the the bottom shelf it don't it don't have it got an earthworm in it. It don't have the cold worm. So, but uh, I, I'll have to look that up, guys. All right, let's get the hell out. <laughs> and with that, I am the most illustrious Michael Kayston. Find us at 
you down with kpp.com and Facebook and Twitter and other places. To all you Jessies out there, thanks for listening. My name is Jordan Lowe. Oh, man, I was going to thank all the Jessies <laughs> and tell them to go to the G Hoobah <laughs> Twitter. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine.